Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, Tell Them. I am Kyra O'Neill, and I'm here with my host, my co-host, A Day of Adea. It is me. Hey guys, so with this being our first episode from our relaunch, Yo, we, back. we are going to begin with giving you a bit of background information about us and who we are and who we are as friends. Friends. Yes. <laughs> So, um, Kyra, do you want to just get us started? Yeah, who are we? Who are we, friend? We are a lot. Yeah, we are <laughs> a lot. We are a I lot. Was like, uh, I was looking over the notes last night, and I was like, who are we? That's mm-hmm. a big question. But, I mean, uh, well, for starters, you want to talk about us individually and then talk about, you know, like who we are as friends or how we met as friends? Yeah, we can okay. begin as individuals. All right, well, I'm Kyra O'Neill. Uh, I do a lot of things. I wear many hats. Um, I actually, uh, am new or not new. I'm not new to this whole, like this, this stuff, like the stuff of, (laughs) um, like videos and also stuff. I have my own YouTube channel. Um, I do some social media marketing and things of that nature. Entrepreneur. Um, I'm entrepreneur. Um, I like to sing, dance. I like to do a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, as far as education goes, you know, <laughs> your girl went to HU, you know, and that's actually how we met. Okay. I'm still in school. I'm in my last year. Okay. Next semester. I'm done. Period. Finito. All right. Um, so yeah, I'm currently at Howard, um, pursuing my bachelor's of science in chemistry. Period. And I'll be done next semester. So that's Period. about me. What about you, friend? Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? So I am a day of a daya, otherwise known as a daya. Period. Um, I graduated from Howard in December of twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Period. Time. She's a whole graduate. Okay. Time she goes. got her degree. Okay. Period. Time goes by so quickly. Um, Period. I'm actually an educator now. Okay. Um, She's teaching the generate the future leaders. I am. I am, and I'm getting my master's of art in teaching as well. Um, just as Kyra said, like I do it, I sing, I don't know if I can sing, but I do be singing. Okay. And I enjoy dancing. Dancing was like a huge part of my life just as much as it was for Kyra. And I feel like that's kind of like a bridge. That's another reason why we get along so well. Um, Personality characteristics. My friends call me a crackhead. I she am is. not she a crackhead. Is. I she am is. not a crackhead. She is. <laughs> not by any means. I she am not a crackhead. Um, she but is. I guess I have crackhead energy. And I'm not sure what that means. So what? Girl. But hopefully that means that I'm fun. <laughs> that means that I'm fun and I'm funny. Um, Girl. I feel like I'm generally very loud pretty outspoken Mm -hmm. ambitious determined type of person she is um oh i'm also a leo so i totally believe in the whole zodiac thing other people like kyra might say that it's not real she's not a real believer i'm not um but kyra is a libra so that's to be assumed i guess (laughs) exactly so you know i'm a leo you guys should already know what comes with that dramatic love the attention all of those very nice things which is great for a podcast absolutely duh that's Look, tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but um, I guess how how did we meet, Kyra? How did we meet? You know, how did we meet? Uh, so we, me and Adair, we a one since day one. Okay, Literally. I don't necessarily remember the logistics of it. You might, but I do know that it was um freshman week. So at Howard, um, you have. A week before classes starts where you come on campus, you move in, and you guys kind of just, you get to know uh, your class. You guys get acclimated mm-hmm. to each other, hang out, party, do all this yeah. other stuff. You might have 50, 100 friends, and then now it's literally just me and her four just years us. later. <laughs> just us. Four years later, it's just us. So, I mean, that's cool. Like, you know, thing, things happen. but. Yeah. Yeah, so we met freshman week, and actually, we weren't even, like, it was two friend Friends, groups. Yes. I knew somebody that knew her friend, and she knew somebody that knew my other friend. I forget. Yeah. It was a lot of logistics, child, but essentially, two groups met up because we knew people, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the respective groups, met up, and then I forget what we were talking about. I don't even know. We were in the sure We either. were in the cafe. We were, like, yeah. we were at Annex, right? Yes. Yes, because Annex is close to the Harriet Tubman Quadrangle. Okay, okay. Q-U-A-D. Oh, yeah. Period. But, um, yeah, because nobody was walking up that hill. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how I recall it, too. I was friends with Kayla, mm-hmm. and you were friends with Regine. Regine, yeah. And they were roommates. Yep, yes, and then yes, roommates, okay. We met because of mutual friends. Because of them, yeah. Yeah, and it's so crazy because I feel like immediately, like, me and Kyra, we was like... We we clicked. Because she lived in Quad. Yeah. And wait, so, yeah, Kayla and Regine, they lived in... Um, CHN. CHN. Mm-hmm. And so I forget, like, we were talking about, oh, where are you guys living, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, anybody in Quad? And she was like, oh, I'm in Quad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh Quad. yeah. And then you asked me to do your hair, right? Yes, that oh my gosh oh my gosh and then girl y'all she cried she yeah. was cry- we got close really quick yes. in the first week of me knowing the day she cried in front of me and she told me that she loved me yeah and i'll never forget i said this girl crazy yes <laughs> so that oh my gosh that okay that speaks to like who we are as friends so much yes honestly yeah because when we met we did immediately click we i did. was like me and kyra are gonna be friends and it yeah. just went from that to like we were just going out all the time. All together. the time. Then Kyra was like my third roommate in that room. Yeah, I sure was. She was my third roommate. I, was. <laughs> I already have one roommate. Yep. I was sharing there with you in Nigeria. And I the sure crazy was. thing is we had an extra bed, but Kyra always ended up in my bed. I did. That a twin XL, y'all. <laughs> twin XL Kyra always ended up I understand why you're complete number one I'm small and number two you like to be all up on people anyway I do so that's the funny <laughs> thing because I am very affectionate <laughs> but yeah like it was just even when the rest of our friend group kind of like fell apart which is totally fine because people grow apart you it know? didn't yeah and it didn't really necessarily fall apart it was just that we didn't you know you find the people that you click with you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like you yeah. find the people that you vibe with and obviously not all 20, because it was like 20, it was a lot it of It was a us. lot of people. And we're still cool to this day. It's not something of like, oh, something big happened, happened and we're like, oh, yeah. whatever. No, like, it's still all love, but mm-hmm. that just happens, you know? I you find your people. like, every day. Yeah. I might see the other people that were in our group, like, I might reach out to them if I see something's happened or, like, happy yeah. birthday. Like, we're more like Social media, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Kyra and I are friends yeah we are <laughs> we are friends yep. and i'm just so thankful for her but Me that's so too. funny I'm thankful for you friends. yeah because i feel like we balance each other out we do. a lot 
Um, I am, like Kyra said, I'm very affectionate. Mm-hmm. I do like to be on people. My love language is physical touch. I am a hugger. Which is crazy because mine is too. But Kyra don't be letting me hug her. Oh, That's wait, the crazy no. part. <laughs> <laughs> because, bro, you be getting so emotional. Like, Adele will cry at anything. Over time, it's gotten, like, less, obviously, like, you know, life and, like, adulting, child. Like, mm-hmm. that, that'll get you together real quick. But, oh, my gosh, or they be so emotional. And be like, I just can't be crying every, like, five minutes. Like, getting overwhelmed with emotion. Like, what? Like, what are you talking Kyrie. about? My number one is words of affirmation, though. Words of affirmation. My number one is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But uh, physical touch, I believe it's my second or my third. But physical it's still top. Physical touch is my number one. Yeah, If it I is. love you, mm-hmm. I am hugging you. Mm-hmm. I be trying to hold my friend's hands. Yep. Look, <laughs> my boyfriend is, like, over it. Because <laughs> I'll be all up on it. But it's because I love y'all. Like, I love y'all. And it's crazy because, like, I feel like Kyra is very... I don't want to say stern, but Kyra be kind of rigid with I'm her blunt. feelings. Yeah, I'm she... very blunt. I will tell you how I feel, but you probably won't know that I'm feeling them, if that makes sense. Yeah, a like, very I'm... complex person. I am. Yeah, I am. Very complex. Very complex person. <laughs> I am. And it'd be like, I don't know. I just feel like I like to bring out the emotions in people. And it's like, I just be like, Kyra, you can cry. Like, you can cry right now. Like, I ain't start crying for real, for real until I met Adaya. Like, and it wouldn't be because I couldn't, like, I don't know. It wasn't because I was like, oh, I'm not going to cry right now. It was just, I just didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just held it in. And I just cry. Yeah, she I don't just care be what crying, it is. man. I, I don't care. I cry. Movies, TV shows. You say something to me, crying. Like, I am a very sensitive soul, and I just, I cry. And no it's lies crazy. detected here. Look, none. And I, look, I don't care. I'll be honest about it. I'll be crying. You know what I'm saying? A good cry. And it's good. It's, it's okay. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to cry. Like Good for your soul, yeah. you know? But on the not crying tip, we balance each other out in, like, other ways. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, because yeah. I don't think I've, like, ever had this type of relationship, like, friendship oh. with someone else. Oh, yeah. But, like, when we go out... It's always good vibes. It like, is. we balance each other out. It's on some, like, white girls type of shit. Like, when they go to the club and they do, like, their choreography. Oh, yeah. And you yes. be like, yes. why are they dancing like yes. that? Like, that's did they us. learn that? Yep, that's us. That's that, us. That is what? us. Wholeheartedly. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. Wholeheartedly. People Absolutely. be looking at us. When we was going out. Oh, yeah. They were looking. They'd be like. Did they learn whole choreography just to come in the club? Hell no. But we no, got it like that. But we got it like that. Okay. And you're mad. You're mad. And it's okay. You know what? And dealing in the past with these niggas and all of that, we was <laughs> it was always a duo. Yeah, you know it was. what I'm saying? Like, always a duo. Yeah. It was never like, oh, I'm finna go out. It's like, no, nah, we about to go yeah, out. Yeah, we about to go out. We about to the do The first this. homecoming, ridiculous. Ooh, we. I barely remember it. <laughs> I barely remember it, too. And, and I- that goes to <laughs> We had like a whole photo shoot, like impromptu photo yes. shoot. Yes. We have so many stories, y'all. Really Crazy ridiculous. Crazy stuff. How time flies. It's mm-hmm. been like, what, like four years. Yeah. And like we have so many memories, mm-hmm. so many stories. And I mean, clearly, as you can see, you know, in, in the vibe already, that yeah. um, there's a lot of history there. And we bounce each other out, like you said. Yeah. it's It's crazy because just really cool stories from like going out and doing fun stuff yeah and that fun night might turn into we almost got kidnapped hello or twice. we almost died or <laughs> something <Twice>. crazy 
and we're still here and yeah. we're still standing we're still alive amen and we've been through the biggest thing together which is howard oh and God. you know if some of you guys which i believe some of you guys have gone to howard or experienced it um it's a lot you know yes. and the people that you come out of that experience with are lifelong friends like absolutely it's we don't we're not kidding when we say that yeah. like they are lifelong friends because I could talk to anybody about college, right? But I can't oh, yeah. talk to anyone about Howard. Okay. And that's the difference. And it takes strong people to go in and come out. Yep. And there was many times. Many. Never would have made it. That's more that's, than we can count. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Howard was my number one cry reason. Okay. Really? I will raise my hand to Actually, that. Actually, no, me too. <laughs> my number one cry. <laughs> here like oh really no girl i'm tripping yeah absolutely absolutely number one cry reason and Mm -hmm. it's just like i don't know it's just so much to reflect on yeah because we've been through a lot even our first apartment our first apartment was together ghetto and it was ghetto we were in that apartment not living on campus because of howard yes that apartment was good. There was all type of bugs I had never seen in my life. There was like a roach infestation. You remember yeah. that? And it was like, oh, God. Yeah. And that was like a very like, not very last minute, but it was a last minute decision. Because yeah. it was like, I didn't have housing. Yeah. Howard took away my housing. Yeah. They were playing with they yours. They were playing with mine. You they get Yep. I moved in and they had given my key to somebody else. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, you can sleep in the, um, not the living room, like the lobby if you like. Yeah. Girl. And Kyra was like, fuck no. I said, okay, <laughs> so let's go apartment hunting because at this point, mm-hmm. absolutely not. So, yeah, we've been. <sighs> we've been through a, a lot, lot. A lot. And it's like those sorts of memories, you can't make with everybody. No, for real. Like apartments? What? Kyra was touring with me when I was looking for another apartment just yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, friend, like, come with me because you know what we should be looking for. You Ooh, know, that's what type questions. of, mm-hmm. yeah, like, what type of thing I'm going for. She taking notes, taking mm-hmm. pictures, all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Like, you would have thought we were trying to move in together. <laughs> no, for real. In this one bedroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> one bedroom. They probably thought we was <laughs> a couple together. Like, mm, oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, this is going to be fun to do this. And, and, and. Like, yes. oh, friend, we could put this up here. Like, uh, whatever i mean but that's just the vibes that's it is the, the vibes. vibes like this is my friend yeah like my, my friend. friend you know and here we are again we started the podcast back in 2019 right yeah right yes 2019 it was oh i don't know i think it might have been the 2018 end of, i the thought end it was like the end right yeah and then going regardless child yeah regardless it's like we we talk a lot and yeah we talk about a lot of things deep stuff deep shit man. funny stuff Funny stuff, everything, niggas, mm. fashion, don't get me started, politics, yeah, all sorts of things together, and we really be dropping jewels on each other. We do, and that's how we what? ended up here with Tatum, because it's like, wow, we talk with each other and we provide each other with such sound advice, yeah, that it's like, why not share with the world? Okay, we are very intellectual people. We are. You very know, smart very smart and we just be thinking about things and sometimes we even have to check each other yeah and but that like, shows a good friendship shit, though. yep yeah absolutely like you could check me and i'll be like damn kyra kind of right yep and she'd be checking me i'd be like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right <laughs> i don't i really don't I'm, I'm gonna be honest i really don't but i'd be like 
Dang, friend, you right. It's like after thinking about it, it's like, wow, my friend was right. And yeah. I, I should listen to her because yeah. she is a smart person. Yep. You know? Yeah. And it you just got some insight. Definitely some insight and just always reminding each other of our worth. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's, it's just so important. I love our friendship. Me too. You know, I love our vibe. Me it's too. just everything. But considering that we started back in 2019 with Tilden, um, let's go into some blasts from the past. Okay. Talk about some growth, you know, about what's changed, how we've changed, just what's going on. Yeah. So back in 2019, Mm -hmm. we did our State of the Culture Address, which you can find in our link tree at our SoundCloud. Okay. Um. And the main points that we talked about were Marseille Martin. Yes. She was the first black, I want to say, or the youngest black. No, the youngest period. The youngest period. Yeah. Executive Executive producer. producer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. We talked about her. Yeah. Awesome. She's still doing awesome. Okay. She literally just broke the world, uh, the Guinness World Book of, whatever the word, you Uh know what I'm talking about, the phrase. Yeah. Uh, She just got that award for that very same thing that we were talking about in 2019. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy how things like. Yeah. Turn around and she's doing amazing. Amazing. Love her. Love sis. Black girl magic. Period. And then we also talked about Jesse Smollett. Who's that you say? Exactly. Well, <laughs> exactly. Like. That is, um, I forget his name on the show, but the light skinned brother from Empire. Jamal? No, no, not Jamal. Whatever. Yeah, I, I can't recall his name. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, we were talking about him because he was arrested. Yes. Arrested. Um, he was eventually written off of the show. He was it like, is Jamal. His name is Jamal. Jamal Lyon. That, no. That's yes. not him. It says, uh, friend, I'm it's, on here right now. I thought Jamal Google. was the little rambunctious brother. No, that's Hakeem. Right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. That sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. Okay, okay. look. So Jamal was his name. Okay, yes. Jamal was his name. He was ran off of the show. Yeah. Um, We don't. It was in the headlines when we talked about it in 2019. Yeah. But then it, it soon fell off. It died off for real. No one was really really checking for him anymore because yeah. what was he doing again it was like was it violence domestic violence or something like that what do you mean what he what he got in the in news for? for yeah no it was because of um he faked a like him getting jumped essentially oh, like yeah, he was yeah, going yeah. to subway in chicago oh. at like 1 a.m mm-hmm. which first of all i've been to chicago once i would go back but definitely in the summer because y'all be having cold oh oh yeah for okay yeah ice like oh my gosh really bad Mm -hmm. um so it's like why are you going at this time in the winter i believe it was our fault why are you going out at 1 a.m the subway sir because i've been in chicago people to do that hello you don't got people to do that hello (laughs) so yeah that's why he got in trouble or you know it came out that it was fake and he -hmm. was trying to come out here he's like yeah they trying to kill me i'm Mm -hmm. a gay tupac (laughs) it was like sir okay yeah because so. they were saying that it was like two two black brothers or something that did it yeah like african men yes and, and he then, paid them and mm-hmm. all this, all sorts of things it was mess. at the end of the day nobody was checking for it anymore he yeah. had like his hot little two seconds in the news about that mm-hmm. and then he was written off don't know what he's doing now haven't seen him in anything else and he's kind of irrelevant now yeah i would Yikes. say so that sucks you know you don't have a career a year later <laughs> Um, we also talked about um, in 2019 natural hair discrimination in New York. Yes, that I feel like 
it hasn't been so much in the headlines now but it's not i think it's actually recirculating though so if you guys don't know the crown act and that was passed what was that 2018 or 2019 the crown act Mm -hmm. let me see let me see let me see let me see yes it was it was created in 2019 so the crown act um it stands for um create a respectful and open world for natural hair and it was created in 2019 to ensure protection against discrimination based on natural hair um which if you're a black woman or a black person period you should know uh that that's a real thing okay yeah so new york was um i believe it was like the first First, yeah to um really go ahead and put pass into law that you can't discriminate based off of hair texture Mm -hmm. um and so that or you know the way that you wear your hair so it's interesting because now i mean obviously if you're listening during the time this is recorded we're in a panorama (laughs) a pandemic um panoramic you know panoramic a panty the panty. <laughs> we just we we in we in it okay so mm. it's interesting to see obviously there's not much things that are well, that will be passed in the news that will that is sustainable in a pandemic because all people want to talk about is like politics and whatever surrounding mm-hmm. that but it's still an issue yeah safe to say in a in a year it hasn't changed much and it's crazy to think that it's been a year yeah it feels so much longer it to be feels honest. like a decade yeah it's really crazy. It feels so much longer, and pretty much all we've done is be in the house. Yes. <laughs> like, That's it. it's it's crazy. And I think that natural hair discrimination might be taking a different look with virtual work, mm-hmm. working from home. Yeah. Um, personally, I take my bonnet off <laughs> when I have to log on for work. <laughs> but I don't always want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And... I, I don't know. I wouldn't say this discrimination, but I feel like the way that we monitor people in their own homes needs to be changed, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like hair. Cause they're like, Oh, your hair should be neat. What does that what mean? Do, yeah. What does that mean? Cause I will wake up and take my bonnet off, shake my head out and my hair will look just like this. Okay. This is my neat. And I be having my scarf on. Nah, I, I keep my scarf on. Mm-hmm. Not even gonna hold you in class. I sure do be keeping that scarf. Yeah. And what? What you go? Who's gonna check me, boo? Literally. Who? And the thing is, I teach black kids. So. And that's the thing too. <laughs> and I was gonna say for us specifically, we are in the DMV area. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, like DC. So for us, it's gonna be especially with you teaching black kids, or you teaching mm-hmm. in the DC area. Um. It's going to be or not. I, it's a dis, it's a different experience is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. So, yeah. you know, obviously the way that you are treated at work, you know, you're surrounded by black teachers and, and mm-hmm. you know, black administrators and stuff like that versus like, I don't know, going to. I don't know, some like hedge management fund company, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's going to be the way that you're treated at work is going to be different from being treated like in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there definitely still are teachers who don't have um, a place where they're surrounded by black educators and other black people to really like it to be cool, like it to be whatever. But that's why it's needed. Okay. Yeah, period. 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 Because when my students tell me like, oh, I don't want to be on camera today. Like my hair doesn't look together. I'd be like, okay, thank you for telling me. Yeah. Because you are in your own home and I know how important our hair is to us. Exactly. So if you're telling me that 
your hair ain't together and you don't want to be on camera okay period as long as you do your work we're cool Mm -hmm. or if you want to wear your bonnet to class who am i to tell you what to do in your own home or one student she was like my mom is doing my hair she's braiding my hair i was like perfect period see you tomorrow with a new do Mm -hmm. love to see it cute like girl you popping love it cute love those types of the fact that i can relate to my students in that way Mm -hmm. and they don't feel like they're being discriminated against in any sort of way yeah because i totally understand I keep my scarf on sometimes too. And they know it. And they, it's so normal. Like they don't say anything. And I love that. And that's what we should normalize. That's what Mm -hmm. needs to be normalized because listen, it takes a lot to do your hair, to do your Mm -hmm. natural hair. In the pandemic, I probably wore my natural hair out more than I ever have. And it's not because I hate my hair or whatever like that. Cause I've been natural my whole life. Like I've always, I've always wear, you know, were my hair Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of maintenance especially if your hair is long and you know you can't just you know shampoo it's a whole process like the whole day okay so if i wear my fro because this is what's easy for me if i wear a wash and go and it gets frizzy Mm -hmm. that's what hair does sorry you may not have it but i do and i shouldn't be shamed for you know my biology yeah absolutely because it's like those sorts of words like neat. Mm-hmm. Like what does that mean? What does that mean? So the edges need to be laid? Because that's what I heard. Shoot. But you know what? Sometimes I, I don't even hear that. My yeah, because I do not do my edges every day. I, so is that what you're saying? You're saying, oh, I can wear whatever. I, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, neat is subjective. Exactly. And exactly. when you live in a, you know, white world, quite frankly, you know, yeah. your knee is different from my knee. I'm not going to be straightening my hair. Yeah. every day i'm not doing that i'm not gonna i don't and i don't feel like wearing a wig either so and i'm not relaxing my hair so what are we gonna do so, i'm gonna wear my hair literally so many things that go into that and i feel like we have made strides though towards mm-hmm. eliminating natural hair discrimination just as a whole mm-hmm. i've seen a lot more women cutting their hair especially mm-hmm. in this pandemic oh you yeah know, when a woman cuts her hair she's about to change the world okay i changed my i've cut my hair like every february <laughs> literally like when i cut my hair i was going through oh, something yeah i yeah when i originally big chopped i was going through something yeah i cut her hair she cut my hair y'all that's a whole nother my hair is so important to it me. was so cute though it was, oh so cute my little twa was very it was cute, so cute for the time being you yeah, know what i'm saying cute. and it's like I understand how important our hair is to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And I think that now with more women being natural, cutting their hair, I've been seeing a lot more bald baddies. Oh, and yes. I love it. My best friend is a bald baddie. She shaved her hair a beginning of pandemic, I think. And then she went blonde. And I said, oh, yes. Okay, The sis. cut and dye, that's like, a that's a power move, okay? To yeah. cut your hair and dye it. Yeah. Especially something like, I've been seeing like burnt oranges or yeah. blondes. Yeah. Like, ooh sexy oh yes. you look yes. good you make me want to do it you know what it reminds mm-hmm. me of the 90s yeah yeah like the short little the, pixie mm-hmm. um you know some girls you know i mean less we see less relaxers nowadays yeah. but it's still you know people still do have relaxes but like that short little mm. it's cute like a nia long type yes. of look yes really really cute yes or like a jada pickett look yes. like i love it i love to see it and i support you guys yes Bye.
Okay. Um, <laughs> but for some highlights of State of the Culture Address yeah. related to 2020, 2021. In a panorama. In a panorama. Ding, well, ding, first ding. of all, panorama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we are in a pandemic. Yes. And there is con- coronavirus that's happening and there are so many things surrounding that. The coronavirus task force. Coronavirus. Coronavirus vaccine, which I was just listening to the news this morning. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's Moderna, Moderna, something like that. One of the vaccine companies, mm-hmm. they started shipping their vaccines out. I heard about that. What was it with like FedEx and UPS? Yes. Like they're like, oh, mm-hmm. we're tracking it. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. that. I saw that. Um However, I've also seen that people are having severe, like, allergic reactions Mm -hmm. that have been getting the vaccine. You know, in Russia, they're advising their people, their citizens who Mm -hmm. take it to not drink for a few months because they said that it can have adverse uh, side effects. And Putin was like, I ain't taking that shit. (laughs) He said he refuses to take the vaccine. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of crazy stuff is going on with the vaccine right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's even more interesting because, you know, y'all beloved president ain't my president. Um, <laughs> y'all beloved president didn't do the due diligence. I heard the other day on The Daily Show, Trevor Noah, love him, was talking about how um, when Pfizer was getting their vaccine mm-hmm. um, and trying to make deals, you know, with the governments and whatnot, um, they said that the U.S. had an option to buy more and they refused. They were like, no. Ooh. So now I believe it was the U.K. Um, they like had they got a lot of the vaccine like and then and they did negotiations so that they could buy more in the future. Mm-hmm. And so the U.S., they just like, OK, we're just going to get this amount and we just going to that that's that should be good and they did not um facilitate negotiations to have the option to have more readily available so now pfizer's mm-hmm. like we might not be able to get you anything for real for real until like june july of next Yikes. year um i it's a lot i'm really indifferent about the vaccine situation me too just because when they whipped it up really quick and my mom, she was actually making a good point when I was on the phone with her the other day. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, we still have long um, or we've had long term illnesses that they have no vaccine for mm-hmm. or no cure for. Mm-hmm. Yet we get coronavirus this year and within a few months we have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I've also been seeing things about, you know, black people. We are less inclined to get the vaccine due to how black people have always been the guinea pigs for vaccines. Hello. And one example is syphilis. Hello. With the Tuskegee experiment. Yes, I was literally just about to say that. Yeah. yeah. And how so many black men, you know, died and got sick because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm not sure how I feel. I feel like they might have whipped this vaccine up so quickly because more than it's affecting more than minority communities well so two schools of thought on that so obviously like i mentioned i'm a chemistry major so i'm although i'm not in health um i am i do want to get into um cosmetics and so that's what the fda regulates so i'm very familiar with fda regulation and things of that nature period so a credible source <laughs> <laughs> a credible girl source. Don't, 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 hold on hold on now <laughs> 
know people get well Kyra Tommy. okay 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 but so i have so i'm saying that to say i have the perspective of a chemist a scientist uh perspective and i also have the perspective of being black right so as far as um the vaccine being whipped up so quick well part of it could you know could very well be like well more than you know minorities are being affected but it's because that so many people are being affected it's literally a pandemic everybody so Mm -hmm. this was this vaccine was whipped up quickly because everybody's affected by it Mm -hmm. and when you have um, a vaccine that's getting ready to go to market there's certain procedures that you have to go through Mm -hmm. they went through all of those steps yeah so no, nothing was skipped, nothing was whatever. And part of that, you know, a major part of these trials is getting people actually to do it. I don't know if you know, child, we were talking about college earlier, and that was mm-hmm. definitely something that I looked into about, like, getting money because, you know, college people are broke. But mm-hmm. there's, um like, posters and flyers. I'm sure you've even seen them around campus yeah. when they're like, oh, hey, come try this vaccine and we'll pay you, mm-hmm. right? So it's hard to kind of get people to like, oh yeah, let me inject inject these drugs into you and see what it does to your body. Might kill you, might not, don't know, right? Yeah. So for that, or if it's specifically treating something, because sometimes they get people, they just want to see the effects. They don't, they already know that it works. They just want to see the side effects. But there's mm-hmm. also sometimes where, you know, you're getting, um, it's treating a thing. So they need to make sure that the thing that they're treating is, you know, works. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lesser pool of people to pull from that have that disease or have has that illness, right? So yeah. when it comes to COVID, everybody got it. Everyone. I mean, not everybody. But you not know what everyone, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Amount. A lot pool. So yeah. it's a lot easier to get these people. And this is something that, like, transmits through the air versus a pl- something like HIV and AIDS, which I actually just did research on this past semester, where um, that's, you know, transmitted through, like, sexually. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, passed on through lineage, you know, like, if your mom has blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's passed through blood. And this is, tra- you know, this is transmitted through air. So a lot more people can get it, right? Yeah. So that's why um, I'm not saying to take the vaccine. Definitely not saying that. Um, definitely, you know, do your research, do whatever, um, because I'm also black. So, yeah, just because you tested it on a lot of people and there's a lot of biological differences. And this is where it also becomes a thing. There's a lot of biological differences between other people and black people, people of African descent. Mm-hmm. So things affect our bodies differently. Yeah. So. Nobody wants to take the vaccine. Black people don't want to take the vaccine, understandably so. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like, okay, we don't, if if though, if there are black people who are decide to take this vaccine, they're inevitably are going to be the guinea pigs because we yeah. don't know how it affects our bodies. bodies. Yep. And that's what I was listening to on the news. Actually, they were saying like, they don't have enough um, minority participants in the study groups that they're doing with the vaccine. So it was actually a black man that was speaking like a black doctor. Mm -hmm. And he was just saying it's going to be hard to get black people in these test groups because of how routinely the government has given us things and we die. (laughs) I was like, we have no trust for what the government is trying to get us to do right now. Exactly. Or we go in for something different and Mm -hmm. then come out with something Something else, like with black women being sterilized, going in for a routine, you know, to to keep up with their health, their vaginal health. And come out sterilized like yeah it's it's a lot that plays into that stealing my plasma what are you doing on top of all of that though we've had black lives matter oh, protests speaking of black much people all this year all this year for and sure. we've seen the uproar of sars in yes. africa it's 
y'all this year has been just so chaotic it is it (laughs) has been super chaotic Mm -hmm. and it's just like even because we're close to dc yep and just kind of not the powerhouse but where a lot of protests have been happening yes and i follow some um activists and some leaders in these protests Mm -hmm. on instagram crazy stuff going on yes. crazy stuff mm-hmm. and it has still been happening mm-hmm. to this day for and against more so the well no the four has always been happening but now mm-hmm. like the against is the proud boys mm-hmm. they showing up strong over here in dc yeah especially with trump which mm-hmm. is another thing that we wanted to touch on oh, with the election oh, and God. you know pretty much trump being a sore loser and just saying like has oh, he even conceded yet I don't think so. I think he's still trying to take some legal action oh, with boy. um with trying to what what is the word? Turn overturn the election. Yes, overturn the election yeah. and trying to tell everybody like, oh, voter fraud. Count blah, in blah, these blah, states, blah. but don't count in these, these states. states. Stop counting, stop counting. <laughs> yeah, literally, you know, trying to kinda like plead his case. It's been so many things. Yeah. Black Lives Matter, um Oh boy. Black Lives Matter Plaza. Mm-hmm. Um I went down there on some scooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a few weeks ago mm-hmm. it was kind of still warm so definitely not december maybe mm-hmm. like october early october mm-hmm. um there were people still out there they were out there um had posters there's a whole gate up with posters and it was really amazing to see that um and to see the unity within some of the within some of society mm-hmm. like it felt very heartwarming however like my anxiety is not eased at all mm-hmm. because there are still plenty of things that are happening that mm-hmm. are not making the news. Yes. Cause the news feels very overwhelmed right now. Yes. Protest has not gone anywhere. And that's mm-hmm. the thing, even before, like, of course, when all these deaths happen, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, yeah. like, and yes, I said her name first, fight me. Um, <laughs> because people like they're already yeah. starting to erase. They're already starting to erase these things. Like, mm-hmm. Even when, what was that? Not 08. What year was that when we kind of had a similar thing of just like all this like police brutality getting um, not caught on camera. These weren't caught on camera, but yeah. or I'm talking about what was what year was that? Was that 2008, 2009? Where it just seemed like a lot of it was just kind of coming out. Yeah. What um, year was that? I feel like you might be right. I'm thinking between like 2008 and like 2010. I'm about to say because I don't know if Obama like first. Came, I don't know. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, we see like only few names survive though these occurrences yeah. when there's so many people. We're mm-hmm. already seeing these are this erasure. Yeah, like Sandra Bland of San. Yeah, Sandra we Bland. We still don't know what happened to we her. We still don't know. And still don't know. you know. And that we we're gonna we might even have to do a freaking episode about intersectionality mm-hmm. and you know all the other stuff and what it comes to yes. like oh my gosh there's so much that we can talk about but we're already seeing that it's like y'all there were so many names that came out during that time but all people are talking about is George Floyd not saying that he shouldn't get his recognition because he most certainly should right yeah. but why is that the only name that we're talking about now and it's only been a few months yeah it's only been a few months this performative activism. Please dead it. Yeah. Please dead it. Yeah. Because I feel like that's pretty much the only reason why George Floyd's name is surviving right now, too, is because of this performative yeah. activism and also the people who have been working and fighting hard mm-hmm. on the ground level to make sure that change is come. Right. But, you know, it's really it's really crazy to see that, you know, we already have this erasure only a few months after, after. the stuff has happened. Yeah. 
that's honestly that's a whole nother episode that is a whole episode and like how to be an ally and those sorts of things oh boy you know what if you want to see that click the link tree in our bio okay let us know comment (laughs) child there's a lot of stuff yes because Oh, man, we got so many. Things I mean, to and talk even about. across the diaspora, I know we probably got to move on, but I'll just mm-hmm. say this really quick. Even and I think it's it's to be like more positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very interesting to see now how, you know, especially with and SARS. Mm-hmm. Seeing how this is not indigenous or unique to the United States, which for years they have been telling us, oh, this is a U.S. thing. Oh, we don't have that here. Oh, yeah, we love black people here. It's just the U.S. thing, that mm-hmm. whole thing. And sure, every you know country has its own thing, right? Yeah. So in Brazil, it may not necessarily be like br- police brutality. It may be something else, right? But still, there is some sort of discrimination, and that doesn't end yeah. in the United States, it's everywhere and it's black people everywhere. And I think it also brings a point to show that like all black lives matter, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, it's not just American, you know, African-Americans or, you know, black people in America or, you know, those who have um, lineage to slavery in America and who are still here. You know, it's not just those black people. Right. It's black people everywhere it's black trans people black trans Mm -hmm. women okay everybody on the lgbtq plus community everybody like everybody so i think that this year has been with this uh, movement kind of rising up it has shown that this stuff this is injustice is everywhere it's Mm -hmm. not just here and you for the longest time y'all made people think that they were crazy y'all made us feel like we were crazy but this is not just not a just United here. States thing. It's not just, mm-hmm. oh, only the blacks in America. So, Yeah, and I totally agree. I've taught some students from other countries like Guatemala, um, Saudi Arabia, like just other places. And I've talked to them about their own societies. And like, you know, at the end of the day, there's always going to be someone at the bottom of the totem pole, right? We are human, and that's kind of the way that we operate. Not saying that it's not changeable and not saying that it's okay, but at the end of the day, we are not all going to be allotted the same sorts of like resources and status in society. Right. Like it is a society. Yeah. Okay. But it's on the grounds of which we place people that makes it very discriminatory. Yeah. And other systems might be based off of who your family is, Mm -hmm. who your last name, like what is your last name? Who do you belong to? Mm -hmm. Some people have a class, a caste system, excuse me, a caste system. And it operates differently and it's based off different things, but it's the same shit at the end of the day. Literally, (laughs) literally, it's like, literally. And even then, if it's not um, racism, there's always colorism. Hello. Colorism can be found Everywhere. everywhere everywhere period and that's that's when we're gonna end on that okay? exactly okay now <laughs> child we're gonna be going for a whole a whole, whole couple hours literally, okay literally Jeez. um but to keep things moving forward we also highlighted gentrification in 2019 yeah. which hasn't gone anywhere it hasn't gone anywhere but when we talked about it in 2019 we were affiliated with howard yes so it was very howard focused with the starbucks yeah with the yard being like a dog park with the new white people moving in and walking their dogs. Having nice little picnics Mix. under uh, the trees, the D9 trees. trees. Love yeah, that. So like, fun. What in the world? And also the 
it was like some high schoolers or something that ate an annex and had the oh, Trump yeah, had the Trump hat. Mm. Um, we when we talked about it, like those were the things that we were focused on. Yeah. Um, but speaking now, things are definitely different. You oh, know, yeah. um, we are no longer Howard affiliated, so we could talk our shit about Howard. We could talk our shit about <laughs> Howard. We could talk our shit about anything. We could curse anything. on here. Okay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> um, and generally. A lot of people, just about everybody, mm-hmm. is on the, not on the brink or on the verge, but have the possibility of being displaced yeah. due to coronavirus. Oh, yes. And that stimulus check. The jobs, stimulus checks, rent still being due, yep. like those sorts of things. Yep. People being evicted, potentially. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are being displaced. Yeah. Um, of course, some people are better off than others because they might have been prepared for something like this with mm-hmm. a savings account, et cetera. But still, but a how lot can of you people, be prepared? Literally, because some people can't even go out and get groceries. It's okay? a panorama. I went to Walmart the other day. There was no paper towels. There was no paper towels. Oh, so this is the next paper good we we swiping up? This is but, why I, I got my ass a bidet because I'm like, y'all, y'all keep playing with this toilet paper. <laughs> I need to be able to clean my butt. Literally, like, there's... It was just crazy. Like, there's so many things, and it just seems like we're about to be going back into the whole, what do they call it? Like a grocery shortage. Oh, yeah. And honestly, a lot of people aren't even getting an income at this point Mm because you might have lost your job, Mm -hmm. so you file for unemployment. I did. How long does unemployment take? Months. Girl, we could tell y'all, oh, my A whole episode just on unemployment, guys. Like That was crazy and dumb and stupid and (laughs) if you're in maryland no i really had to go off for a second because and if you're in maryland your benefits um the pua the pandemic unemployment assistant ended it ends on like the 24th or 25th so if you didn't have any sort of income to replace you know your job or whatever because i lost my job i was working at the same school a day was working um for before and after care as a before and after care teacher and we shut down in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the company that I worked for, like they were pretty good. Like they're like, Hey, you know, we feel like at this point they were talking about like, Oh, a few weeks, I like, just buckle down for a few weeks. It'll be okay. So I was still getting paid. But then when we found out like, mm-hmm. Oh, hmm, this ain't going nowhere. We're going to stay in this panorama for a year. And it's almost been a year yeah, since we yeah. entered this pandemic, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so I had to go on unemployment and getting that money was ridiculous. Plus, a lot of citizens are struggling at this point because even for the resources that they're giving us, those people that work there are overwhelmed. Hello. They are overwhelmed and their systems were never built to manage this many people. Exactly. Or this many applications. We're getting hung up on all the time. time. Couldn't Calls even not get to somebody. Through. I literally had to get, they put my, my uh, account on hold for like two, three months. And it's like, obviously, you know, I'm still in a, in a have a roof over my head so you know yes. i i came out you know i'm okay but not everybody, everybody is, is as fortunate, fortunate. Yep. as myself or as like you know as you to be able to work at home and all this other yeah. stuff and it's it's really ridiculous it it is it's so much going on and we could do Ugh. a whole episode on that and we need to be um, taking these notes about all these whole we episodes do. we do see <laughs> this is how our conversations always go all the time. and that's really the crazy part about it um, but in addition to a lot of people being displaced, there's also been some housing discrimination oh, yeah. and redlining mm. in relation to the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. And that's sweet, another sweet juicy redlining. topic that we could probably dedicate a whole episode to. You want to know something, friend? 
kind of off topic on topic i was talking to my grandma i call my grandma every monday that's my sis um and i was talking to my grandma last week and i was talking to her about the redlining so i'm originally from connecticut um and if you're not from connecticut a lot of people think that like oh from connecticut you're rich or there's black people in connecticut whatever um but connecticut is probably i think it's the richest or it at one point it was the richest state in the u.s it's still up there um but i would argue to say it's one of the most gentrified states in the country like so so crazy and so i was talking to my grandma about redlining um because my my best friend is an activist um and you know whenever we talk about things of like especially talking about white people and how they can be an ally and whatever mm-hmm. they she has great resources on that so we'll definitely plug her whenever we can and all our other black businesses and friends or whatever um yeah. when they're relevant but i was talking to her about something that was in the news and she was like redlining is that's still legal my mm-hmm. grandma is 82 i believe yeah, yeah. and she's like redlining is still real Ew. still legal and it's still legal. Yeah, she knew yeah. it was real, but that's exactly what she said. She was like, it's still legal. Yeah. And I'm like, not in the same way, but in the same but in the same, same way. way. Like, yeah. not the same route. They found another loophole, and it's mm-hmm. still very real. Yeah. The government always finding loopholes. Okay. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for actually tuning in with us and listening Aww. to us chat. Oh, yeah. this is so we could honestly go on for hours and hours because that's we how we talk could. to each other. Yes. But, you know, thank you guys for tuning in with us. Thank you guys for listening to us speak today. Yes. We appreciate it so much. Yes. And if you like what we're saying and you want your friends to know, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, you Rate know, share all that stuff. to our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And you can also listen to our podcast on all podcast platforms yes. at this point. If you want to revisit the topics that we've talked about from previous episodes last year, you can go to our link tree. Yes. And you can find our SoundCloud playlist in our link tree. And it's under previous episodes. Um, See you guys next time on Tell Tell Them. them. Stay blessed. Peace, love, and hair grease. Okay. Bye, y'all.